0: This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Three, two. It's hey, Jerry Kick Kicking Lawyer. We're live for another Law Talk. I want to remind you guys, if you haven't already, to, to like, follow, subscribe across platforms. We're on all social media platforms, all podcast platforms. We're everywhere. Uh, we've been getting a big following on TikTok. You can go to TikTok and get uh, legal information as well as watch Josh dance. It's a lot of fun. It's
1: not, not accurate.
0: <laughs> Completely accurate. And then... I want to make sure you guys, if you haven't already, go to, you can go to Spotify, it's on iTunes, Wonder Girl by the band N.A. is free. Uh, We are promoting them, and it's a free download. You can get their single, it's out now. Uh, Also, I want to thank Michelle Allen. She's a longtime sponsor of the show. She's your go-to in the area for buying, selling, renting, leasing real estate. She'll also probably recommend The kicking Lawyer for some stuff, so you can always check her out. Also, we have Mason's High Team Martial Arts, creating champions in martial arts and kicking lawyers alike since 1993. So you guys can check that out at masonsmartialarts.com. And The Cellar, Restaurant Prohibition Bar. I will be there this afternoon, uh, after this actually, doing the finals of our trivia tournament. Uh, it opens at 4 o'clock every day. Got good food, good drinks, so come check out The Cellar. And last but not least, we want to thank Masonite Digital Marketing. If you need help with your online presence, brand, etc., Josh, will be glad to help you out with Masonite Digital Marketing. And so joining me today, which I just met myself now, is Mr. James Sullivan. How you doing, Mr. James?
2: Doing all right, sir. How are you today?
0: Good, good to see you. And I know you've, got a, you've done wrestling and podcasting and a lot of stuff.
2: I thought I was busy until I saw everything you do, and I realized I'm not doing it.
0: <laughs> well, I've slowed down a lot now. You saw me hobbling in here, yeah. so it's a little harder to do it. But for folks that don't know, tell them about yourself, who you are, what
2: you do, all that. Uh, My name is James Sullivan, but I uh, may have more of a following under the name of J.P. Diamond, uh, the host of the hottest little rock and roll show in the world. Uh, It's a podcast called Hot Tracks with J.P. Diamond. It's on uh, jprockin.com and wherever you get your podcast. I had to get that. No, hey, that's what it's for, brother. (laughs) We uh, start off on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Everywhere you can be free, I'm there. But uh, it's wherever you find your podcast. And then I also host another podcast on a local radio station, uh, WLRM, Vintage Rock 106.9. Do the JP Diamonds Dark Side on there. It airs every Saturday night at 10 p.m. I started doing that this year. Uh, So that's not one but two podcasts. And we're doing a series on uh, Pink Floyd. Right now we're doing the longest uh, podcast I've ever recorded. It's a, a Pink Floyd's Pulse album. It's a two-and-a-half-hour live album. Uh-huh. It is the longest show ever. <laughs> and so uh, I was talking to Josh about uh, doing a production on that. I was shocked that it went up, but it did. So it airs every uh, Saturday night, and we got one more show to do for the year on that. Uh, we're wrapping it up with Pink Floyd's The Wall mm-hmm. coming up. We play the album in its entirety, uninterrupted. And uh, so a lot of people are enjoying that. So that's on Vintage Rock one hundred six point nine. There, uh, David Brown runs that out of Brighton. Okay. And it is a local radio station there. And then I've been working for uh, USA Championship Wrestling and Tennessee Championship Wrestling as a professional wrestling manager.
0: Sweet. So we we've had some of those guys on. We've had some yeah, of the Tennessee now, wrestling guys on. on. I'm, bam, a big, bam, bam I'm a big I'm a big wrestling one. fan. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed from my collection yes. of stuff. Uh, we had Jerry Lawler on before, and so yeah. Um, I guess I realized that you were doing that much on the DJ side. How long have you been doing that?
2: I almost like to say I've been doing podcasting before podcasting was cool. Yeah yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I started hot tracks about 20 years ago. okay and it's been a steady uh, I always it's been a hobby always been a hobby
0: is it mostly classic rock vintage stuff Uh,
2: we go a little bit of everywhere it just depends Mm -hmm. on what kind of mood i wake up in that day um it just uh my my intent is to play whatever is kind of like you never know hot tracks you (laughs) never know what you're going to get it's one of my tags Mm -hmm. because you just don't know um i like to be country rock pop it just depends it really my thing as long as it flows Mm -hmm. and as long as the music has a flow and it's got a good hook Mm-hmm. It makes the music more to you. I catch myself these days as I say I like to play more songs I catch you singing mm-hmm. and that's the greatest thing you can do yeah, you yeah. somebody you listening to the song and they're singing they're not going to turn it off. yeah you know so that's the greatest thing but I have more fun just uh, creating the atmosphere of having the, the show has made uh, if it was not for the show I wouldn't be in being doing any of the wrestling stuff the mm-hmm. wrestling the show led to the wrestling and uh, I was a friend of mine asked me I asked a friend of mine many years ago he was a professional wrestler he's uh, above the pain and uh, I was like hey man let me be your let me be your manager let me be your manager and he was finally after I was I, kinda, I compare myself to that little dog that pounces around the big dog mm-hmm. hey, hey 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 that was me mm-hmm. he finally said okay and I was like cool so next thing you know JP Diamond was born and it we went to, we was wrestling mainly up in Dyersburg for mm-hmm. years, uh, went up there. and There's people that know, have no idea who I am, hate me, for uh, silly strings, spraying them with silly string, which was awesome. Were you more heel? Always. Okay. Pretty much, they tweet, they twint. I've got to say they were heel face, heel mm-hmm. face. They went back and forth. But 90% of the time, we were we were heel. Mm-hmm. And, um, but pretty much, it just, you know, however it works out. Most of the time, managers are heel. I had a friend of mine tell me, and he's, another, he's, he's a wrestler manager, he always tell me, if you know, for a heel, for a face to have a manager, it's more like a cheerleader, and nobody really wants a cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, it's like, uh, yeah, once you kind of keep that in perspective, it's like, yeah, well, you just pretty much have to be heel. but, you know, you do whatever. Uh, Burt Prentice, uh, bless his heart, he um, was running a show up here in Covington uh, a few years back. It was a... Um, like a fundraiser for the girls' softball team mm-hmm. at Huffington High School. And I saw it on Tipton County Buzz, and I was just like, huh. So I just put it out there, I said, like, who's running this? Mm-hmm. You know, and somebody told me back work so for I was like, oh, okay. So I uh, messaged him, like, hey, I uh, used to be a manager. You know, basically I was trying to get, my grandkids have never seen me work. I got mm-hmm. three grandbabies and the, none of them ever seen me. Heard the stories, the seen pictures, because back in them, you know, you had the big old cameras, you really didn't carry them. It's not as easy as it is now. Yeah, yeah. So it was like they've never seen me work. I was like, one, of my, my grandkids see me work. I was like, I got a podcast. I can, I can help promote the song. I may mean, promote the show in the area. He was like, didn't reply. I was like, man. So I took my grandkids to the show that night up here, um, and Bert was, you know, he was running a show. Didn't want to bother him. He was just consistently just, just. You know he it was a it was a just a circus, but he was you know his it, it was like you know pandemonium, but he was running it. He mm-hmm. was running the show, so I didn't want to bother him that night. So the next week, like Tuesday or so, I get a message and he's like, "Why didn't I see this?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know why you didn't see this." And he so he's like, "I never check messenger. So he gave me his phone number. It's probably one of just a couple conversations. Everything else we ever did was through text, and I was like, "Yeah." Story, you know, podcast, kids, blah. So well, if you sell me some tickets, we I can put you on the show. I was like, okay. So he showed he sent me this poster of they were running a show in Millington mm-hmm. the very next weekend at the National Guard Armory over on Navy. And I was just like, oh my god. To me, this was my like a WrestleMania moment for me because mm-hmm. I had been out for so many years, and here I am. Like okay, so I instantly start had selling tickets, of course, and doing I did some little promos and stuff. But then one day. He sent me a poster while I was at work, and it had a. I was on the poster. They took Jerry Lawler off the poster and put a big ugly picture of J.P. Diamond on the poster, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my!" I was like, so I'm like in my office at home. I have everybody I have a poster and everybody signed the poster mm-hmm. that poster. And I was like, "Please sign this," and it's like everybody's kind of looking at me nuts. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a Mark." And I was like, it yeah, just sign it," <laughs> you know. I was like, so that's what started, mm-hmm. and then so in my mind. I already was already counting down to the Covington show for the next year, and so about late December, right along January, I started I reached out to Bert. And I was like, "Hey, so you gonna be running that show in Covington again this year?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You yeah, know, what can I do for you?" You know, and he he had these uh, mystery boxes, uh-huh. and he liked he would wrap them in like Christmas wrapping paper. So I always had like a ton of I had work I was able to get a ton of Christmas wrapping. Paper. So I was like, "Hey." do you need some wrapping paper? He was like, yeah. I was like, well, I can get you this wrapping paper. And he was like, oh, cool. So that's how I ended up on the show. So we did another show up here in Covington. And um, after that, one day, I basically wrapping up that show that night. I said, you know, it would be really cool to work in Omen. they run uh, shows at Omen Arena in Jackson. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay. in March, blah, 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 blah. Be there. I was like, okay. Well... Just that was it. I was like, Okay And then a few weeks later he sends me a poster and he's got me down there on a matching poster. He said like I'm a man of my word and I was like, Bert, I never doubted you. It
0: now manage it, as a manager, did you wrestle with them at all? Or do you play the – I mean, I'm, I I'm very familiar yeah, with it, but sometimes the, sometimes yeah. the manager is some some kind of involved. I get in involved, the, yes, yeah. they
2: there's, do. There's been instances I've yes, I've take bumps. We'll, we'll phrase it like that. Yeah.
0: So Bam Bam, I can't remember if this was on the air or off, when we had him on. He was hardcore, uh, in rightly so, wanting us to sponsor the show they had. Mm-hmm. And so we, we were uh, borderline going to do it. Part of the problem was it was in, uh, I think, McNary. It was either McNary or Hardiman, which is a little out. That we sour. We, Maybe it was. Maybe that's Selmer. where it was at. Selmer. Yeah. yeah and so it's a little out. And uh, one of the things he wanted to do is apparently there's another guy that's uh, kind of a heel manager that's a lawyer. Lucky P. Larson, manager yes. of the
2: stars. What's and, up, Lucky?
0: And he will. He was uh, thinking that it'd be a cool storyline if the kicking lawyer came in specifically, sort of versus. Yeah. uh Because he carries a briefcase or something around. Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, Lucky. Lucky by far is uh, much. Uh, he is a he. he He started out with Bert, and Uh Bert has used him for years. Yes, well, but see, he works a little bit of
0: prior to this uh, this accident here. (laughs) The kicking lawyer was very, very um, physical. Like I'm a seventh degree in Taekwondo, and I did pro MMA, kickboxing, etc. And uh, I can kick and flip and the whole deal Mm still, but. You know, this was sort of a freak accident. Um so I had some interest in it because I haven't done any pro wrestling. I thought yeah. it'd be kinda of cool to get it, into man, any. it's
2: like, you know, people have you ever said people say when you get tattoos, mm-hmm. once you do it, you, you yeah, hooked on it, once you get in a ring, you're just they're adrenaline.
0: Well well it's me probably... and uh so one of my buddies Jay Black both had done the MMA and stuff and we're both huge wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And he's actually done some. He did it with somebody locally. He he his idol was always Ric Flair mm-hmm. and so he would have like a BOA. And he did the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but so so I, I, that was a question I had because I knew we were talking about wrestling a little bit. By the way, don't let me forget to open uh, my gift. He was nice enough to bring me some swag. I'm usually the one giving kicking lawyer stuff, but he's trying to one-up me and he gave me some stuff, <laughs> so I like it. <laughs> so tell me this. Who do you think, uh, all-time greatest
2: wrestler? If you um, had to pick one, who do you think? If we could call my wife at home real quick, she could answer this question <laughs> for me. Uh, I'm a lawler guy. Okay. 100% lawler guy. And... Um, it started I mean, my, I, here it comes Jerry Jerry had a nickel for every time somebody said my dad raised me on wrestling mm-hmm. he'd probably be a multi multi billionaire yeah uh, my dad raised me on professional wrestling every Saturday in my house he was in there we'd watch wrestling we'd go to uh, go get some breakfast and then go to a movie that was the way it was mm-hmm. so uh, my dad got in bad health a few years ago and uh, he was we were at uh, Methodist North and he was, he was, it was his time, and they were uh, moved us from the ICU up to uh, hospice.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So while we're up in the hospice, uh, they're moving him, and uh, we were in the hallway, and this nurse is trying to get my dad situated. And the nurse goes, y'all need, very rudely, said, y'all need to go over into this other hall. And it was like, well, okay. So me and my family, we go over to this other hall. We're sitting there, and you hear a door open. We look down the hall. And it's Jerry Lawler, and his then-girlfriend and her son. And I can't tell you what switch flicked in my head. My wife says I lost my mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just, I just stood up. And Jerry Lawler comes down the hallway and we commenced to talking and, like I said, we talked, dad raised him on wrestling and everything, so was kind of going through the story and everything. And it was like, he would be thrilled if you would talk to him. My dad was in a bad way. My dad probably had no idea. He spent over an hour with us in that hospital room. Just talking and trying to talk to my dad and talking to us and consulting us and everything. And it was just, it blew my mind. I was just like, "What it, is this real life right now? Mm-hmm. So we, we, my dad passed the next morning. Uh, a few months later, Uh, They were running a show in Memphis. Wildfire Wrestling was that's Kevin Lawler's uh, company. They were running a show in Memphis, and Lawler and Dundee were supposed to go at it for the in a Southern Heavyweight uh, Championship Tournament. Mm -hmm. So I called my brother up and I was like, "Hey man, do you want to go to this uh, show?" I was like, "I think that you know for Dad, I think that would be you know be kind of neat." So we went, and so Lawler was sitting at his table. The during intermission so i go up to him and i was like i don't know if you remember me or not it's like uh you sat with my dad and me at the at the hospital he goes oh yeah we went back the next morning to see to check on the nurses said he had passed away and you could have knocked me over with the feather i was like what yeah you know and it's so to me at that moment that just kind of grounded it. that man had no he was in a hospital for his brother who, mm-hmm. who was in bad health at the time He had no reason whatsoever to come and mess with little old me and my dad, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I I would, I can kind of echo some of that. So he was on this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Super nice dude. And uh, he, we, we, you know, I'm similar to you. We were kind of raised on wrestling, yeah, and used to watch the Saturday morning stuff, and always looked up to Jerry Lawler. My name's Jerry. His is Jerry. (laughs) I'm Jerry the Lawyer. He's Jerry Lawler. So. I've always
2: confused in a Google search. Real quick. Exactly, exactly. So I've always
0: kind of mixed it together. But anyway, when we, uh, the, we when we got a hold of him and he agreed to come, I thought he was only going to be here thirty minutes. His time is very valuable. Mm-hmm. And man, this guy stayed hour and a half plus, and I, he probably would have stayed longer. I ended up kind of cutting it off. Yeah. And uh, one of the best podcasts we've had. Yeah. And then after even talked to me, he brought me a Superman. I'm, my office is all Superman decorated. He You're brought right. me this I'm a, Superman. I'm a Superman. Got to Sweet. <laughs> so, so, like mine's right. Anyway, so he brings uh, brought me this that I got hanging up in there, and was just so genuinely nice. Mm-hmm. I feel bad though because I think I've never told anybody this part. When I was walking him out, I I, I don't I don't hang around. I, there are not many people that I get like starstruck in front of. Right. Like I mean, there's a couple of people I look up to, but most people that are, people would consider celebrities. Yeah. Man, I don't I don't think about it. It's it's just they're people, you know. Right. But he's sort of, a, just like you think of him, he's sort of an icon to me. Right. And so when I walked him out, uh, I had just got uh, this Jaguar in my new, this car. And it's used. It's not like it's expensive or nothing. But I assume, he's got a Batmobile <laughs> He's Got all this stuff, so I was like, Oh, yeah, what did you, you drive up here? At? You know, kind of, but I think hindsight, it probably made me sound real superficial because he's like, I'm just in my my truck, you know, like yeah. it's not a big deal. And, uh, it uh, but yeah, man, he was way more down to earth yeah, than I thought very, he would be, very down he on. was super cool. Uh, I was trying to think who I would think would be uh, growing up. I liked Jerry Lawler, obviously, but Hulk Hogan, I was that yeah. era in the 80s, yeah. so I was a big Hulk Hogan fan. Jerry Lawler's definitely top two, three. Um, Josh, did you did you watch wrestling much? Uh,
1: I never was a big big wrestler. Justin so I, did. I was aware of a lot of them through mm-hmm. like I remember Hulk Hogan was in like one of the Rocky movies and stuff like that. So that, <laughs> that was he my was, experience. Uh, thunder lips, he was yeah. thunder yes, lips yes, <laughs> yes, yes. in there, yeah, yeah, huh?
2: That's well, what Hogan did the best as far as parlaying it into more of a. Career, uh, well, I would say wrestling. until the Rock. Until the Rock. Until the yeah, Rock. the rock. Rock's taking it rock to a whole other rules. level. Rock change the rules. It's a whole he other
0: man. And you talk about that dude. What is he? Late 40s now, 50s, and he's bigger than he was. Yeah. like this guy's got it down to a his science.
2: Thing is, his charisma is—he's—he's he's very smart man. Oh sure, very sure. Very smart man. But yeah, his yeah. charisma, you know, he can walk into a room and win everybody over in a second. And yeah. He's—we were watching the show, what the Young Rock, just the other uh-huh. night, and it was just like, you know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's awesome to see what he's done. He's parlayed it. And, you know, he's talking about his whole thing. He started out with seven bucks, and now look what he's at. You know. But you know, being able to turn to wrestling. Apparently, downtown
0: Bruno was the big catalyst for him.
2: Wasn't yeah. that the one it was that let yeah, him stay he, in his house and
0: in all his that? Trailer and his, yeah, trailer. He and, his trailer and yes. then uh, I think didn't he end up giving him a truck? I think he, yes, he, he came did. back and
2: there was an odd animosity between the two. They wasn't all hugs and kisses. For oh, him really? The time. Yeah, because okay. it was. It wasn't until now until he mm-hmm. like paid a little bit, paid back a little bit mm-hmm. because for years it was you know because Bruno lives down in Olive Branch, I think it is or somewhere. Mm-hmm somewhere down there and he he's not, he not he works for WWE he's just not he's not like prominent or rolling in it mm. but you know he's you know so for, for a long time you you heard on different podcasts it was a little bit of animosity because mm. it was like hey man you let that some of that roll down here you know well you know
0: that was also true with Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee yes. there was some animosity there i had uh i don't know if i've told this on the podcast but years so i used to do fight promotion i did mm-hmm. the high octane fighting championship we did mma and kickboxing fights for years Anyway, back when I did it in the beginning, this was before MMA was as prevalent as it is now, and so I had trouble filling the cards. I couldn't mm-hmm. get fighters, I, you know. So, a matter of fact, they would be doing like uh, Iron Man stuff. I'd have them do a kickboxing match and then an MMA match, the same guys. So, <laughs> well, shots. one of the things we did to try to diversify is one time we had we decided to do a pro wrestling match in intermission. And I managed to get a hold of Bill Dundee, yeah. Bill Superstar Dundee, yeah. and I was excited about him because it's the same era as Lawler. Right. You know, he was oh, yeah. uh, he was a, a big dude back then, so I was excited to have some of
2: the best Memphis matches. Uh, ever, sure, Lawler versus Dundee, yeah, that's the biggest feud so, in Memphis history almost. Well, he
0: shows up right, and the way I did the shows, I would be the I was the announcer, the referee, the all these different things. So I was in the, the ring the whole time. Right. So one of and I'm introducing him because I haven't had a chance to go meet him myself. I'm running the show. He showed up in the middle of the show. In any event, so this one runner guy I had runs up to me and he goes, he wants to talk to you. And I'm literally have announced Bill Dundee and, he, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in the state, you know, is he coming? To the he's like he wants to talk to you first. He wants to get paid. Yes. So <laughs> I go, I go back to where he is and he's come. He's Ooh, he got wants that envelope with he's his name got these, on it. He's got these two women with him. You know, he's there. He's ready to go. Yeah. Superstar, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, I forget how he asked for it. But he wanted his money. money
2: yes, and I go, oh, cool.
0: I got you, brother. That's I got cool. you. So I give him his money. And then as soon as I do that, he's good to he's go, owned. man. He's owned. And it was one of the greatest experiences I had. I just said I'd never professionally wrestled. But I was the referee between him and Brian Collins. It was Brian oh. Flying, Flying Brian Collins, mm-hmm. who was a local, local guy around here. Anyway, yeah. so I'm reffing. And I knew nothing about professional. I had done all, all I'd ever done was real fighting, right? right? Not knocking it. Oh, yeah. But you know what I mean? I had never done where it's a work. So, and they had briefly talked beforehand, but I mean, he had just got there. So they were yeah. just playing off each other. Well, I could hear him kind of talking to him in Call the match. And then, so anyway, there, there was this one guy that was another uh, fight. Uh, I, I also had a fight team. This guy was also refi- run a fight, a rival fight team. And he threw a chair in the K okay, in the ring, uh-huh. just as a joke. Yeah. So Bill Dundee picks up the chair, and at first he kind of acts like he's going to swing at Collins, and he's scared, and then he goes to swing at me, and I kick it out of his hands. I kick the chair out of his hands. <laughs> well, then I saw his eyes go, and he realized I knew something. Right. So, th- And the crowd, of course, exploded when that happened. Mm-hmm. So he goes, do it again, do it again. So then he comes at me and swings the chair again, and I kick it again, you know, out of his hands, and they're all going crazy. And, and uh, So he worked me into the whole right. thing, which was a huge deal yeah. uh, to me. And then he even did the – I want to say he pulled fire or a chain out or something. Yeah.
2: In the middle of it, I was always told in my in early, early beginnings, don't ever, don't ever pull anything unless you intend on using it. So you don't mm-hmm. grab a chair. Yeah. Diamond carries a bat. I always got the guy with the black hat and a red baseball bat. That's uh-huh. my hook. But Diamond, just as Lucky P carries a briefcase, I carry a bat. And I, it's a real bat. Mm-hmm. It can hurt somebody if, it, sure. you can't, if you're not careful. And so I always make sure, like I bang it on the turnbuckle or something, so you can hear that ding. So mm-hmm. you don't think I'm coming out here with a woofle bat, you know. And but they said from the early early times, they told me, See, don't don't bring a weapon, don't show, don't grab a chair or something unless you intend on using it, because mm-hmm. it, it somebody at some point it can and will be used. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I always, my thing is I like being involved. To me, that's that's the, the, the thrill of it. Mm-hmm. When I find out that I'm, I am going to take a bump, you know, that's like, oh, okay. You yeah, know, yeah. How am I getting in? You know, and then the, the immediate nervousness of, okay, don't blow this. Because mm-hmm. if you blow this, they ain't going to ask you to come back. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, but uh, it's like just how much of a Tennessee championship wrestling. Uh, Casey Gold has been awesome to me. Uh, he lets me, I'm about as part time as you can get. Mm-hmm. and a special he runs shows in Selmer, uh, Dixon. Uh, they did have been running shows in uh, Jackson, Tennessee as well. I think he's trying to get back into Jackson. And uh, they have he has been awesome with me. He's got me where I've been working with uh, Mr. Marvelous Mike Mayo. And I weigh more than Mike does, so that's that's we've been working together for the last few times that I've worked. He's pretty, he's very good, very nice to me. I have met so many guys in the in the thing that in, in just overnights everybody's mm-hmm. just been super cool you go in the biggest thing it's like tradition that you do when you go into a locker room you know you immediately introduce yourself to everybody mm-hmm. you know so every you know so now it gets easier when you actually know some of these guys and everybody's just been me and Bam, Bam had a good talk at the last show I was at the one that he wanted to sponsor mm-hmm. um, I was there like we had we're uh, they ran that show that night TCW was running a show in the same building the next night so I got there early that morning and uh, I was cleaning up the chairs and stuff from the previous. I was like, I, I knew what we weren't going to use for for that tonight show, and um, so we had a really good long talk about it. You know, and it's just nice to be in there It's nice when you know you work together and you. And, but you, when you make friends and all this, mm-hmm. and I've met so many like, people that just been turned out to be friends and all this. That it is so good because it helps you when you're going down the line to be able to work with them. Sure. And they see what you do. So it's always good. You're always kind of auditioning because you never mm-hmm. know who's watching.
0: Well, you know, and that's one thing that I think makes it unique from other combat sports is because I, I believe it is. You know, they say sports entertainment, but man, you got to be an athlete to do a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff oh, that yeah. they do. So I have tons of respect for them. And some, in some ways, it's harder than uh, like MMA fighting mm-hmm. because in MMA fighting, I don't have to pull anything. I'm hitting them full force. I don't have to control it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in in the wrestling, you have to try to you're, you're you're trying to put on a good show, but not necessarily hurt right. your opponent. It's
2: like I carry a bat. You got I got to know how to hit yeah. somebody with that bat. Yeah. And, and, you did you did get a comment.
0: Thing. A Christian Kelly said that JP. Diamond is by far my favorite wrestler after Lawler.
2: It, would, so it wouldn't hurt anything if I wasn't his paw that would, that would, <laughs> bit I have to say, there's a little bit of favoritism going on there. Rudy Poo, <laughs> hi, Rudy Poo. That's my grandson. He's, okay, they're, cool. they're the reason. They're the reason that they're the reason that I started. We were we was doing something around the house one day. and my bag was in like in a closet, mm-hmm. and he, they were like, "What is that?" And I was like, um, "I said that's my that's my diamond bag," and he goes. You still got it packed, and I just kind of looked at him, and I was like, "You never know." Yeah, I, was like, I got one more run in me, <laughs> and then that's kind of where it all started. So now, so when we started wrestling again, mm-hmm. you know, they've met. Kane because of me. He's met James Ellsworth, and mm-hmm. you know we've done all kinds of crazy stuff. So it was more of you know what you know what can I do for my grandkids? Because because now, now I think we're at the point to where they're like, oh, okay, Papa's wrestling again. <laughs> well, you know,
0: in the beginning there was sort of a back and forth with MMA and wrestling, over MMA guys looking down on wrestling or vice versa. But I think now there's a happy evolution because if you look at some of the top MMA guys, what they've done that or they're taking the, the mouth running mm-hmm. into MMA. Oh, yeah. So the top look, like Conor McGregor was obviously one of the first ones. Yeah. Uh, Cody, uh, what is his name? There's another one uh, that I see his face. But, but all the ones at the high end run their mouth, and they're really right. doing wrestling promos yeah. is what they're doing. You, you, I've I mentioned this before. You, you wouldn't know it. But at night, a lot of times when I'm laying in bed, what I'm watching is on YouTube is wrestling promos. Oh yeah, like I love That's watching the
2: smack talking. Bert, Bert told me once upon a time he was like, "You don't, you know, you don't got to do the promos." And I'm like, "But I love doing the promos." Yeah, there's an art I was to like, it. Like, you know how much time I spend. I mean, who you think does the
0: best promos ever? Oh wow, I know who I think.
2: Best from by far, The Rock. I mean, he's he's got the best mouth and all of it. Yeah. I and mean, all his his stuff is is it's unique, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's off the cuff. I was going to say Ric Flair. Flair is good. Yeah. He's but got. Flair is all about the jet flying, yeah, Rolex yeah, 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 yeah. wearing. You know, that's his that's his gimmick. You know, uh, him being rich is yeah. his gimmick. Yeah. You know, but he he can talk. He's done. He can he can talk a lot, and that he can he can talk it. But mine. I mean, I've. Back in my in the late '80s or so, I, I acquired a bunch of like street signs and stuff. <clears throat> we won't go into that. I'm talking to a lawyer, but um, no, I'm the defense lawyer. But you you, 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 you I mean, may not be outside. My, you the, have my card in that. Back. You may not be outside the SOL on it. So well, uh, um, I hope I am. Anyway, yeah. I thought, hey, what better place for me to shoot my promos? It's like I oh, always freaking street signs in my back. You know, I was like, there you go, instant, instant background. So I mean, I've gotten, you know, the, you get the the little light ring and everything, and I was just like, oh yeah. And so whenever he would tell me where I'm gonna be, that would be the first thing I do. It's like, all right, what's my promo gonna be about? You know, mm-hmm. start. And he could nine times out of ten, I didn't know what I was gonna be doing that night. So I, most of it was plugging that card. If I did happen to know who I was gonna be working with, I'd plug the match, but the entire card too. Mm-hmm. But you know, my my, my best thing, my, my my that was my first thing. It's like, okay, I'm working. All right, when am I doing my promo? You know, mm-hmm. it's like I gotta make a promo. You I mean, start thinking about the logistics. What it's gonna look like. What do I want to say? Like, to me, that's that's half the fun. Yeah. For me, was doing the promos. So I really just being in character and just you know, talking smack mm-hmm. was was real. Well, talking fun. about promos. Let's see what your
0: promo oh, yeah.
2: and swag pretty is. Bag is. It's got glitter. It is. It's pretty. Stuff. Here, I'll if turn it around do, so yeah, I can you know, can see the glitter. That glitter. is probably yeah. gonna come off on your <laughs> desk there. So, uh, let's see, sticker? Yeah, it's a window sticker. Hot tracks, cool. com window sticker. I, I need to say hey and thank you to my friends out in... Uh, and then
0: I got... Oh, he got two, two shirts. shirts.
2: Is, is one for me and one for Josh? That's
0: probably how see okay. it's already got
2: glitter on. Yeah, it, it's already glittered joking? up. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's the diamond in it for you. They can even see the glitter. Look, it's yeah. glittery. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a it's got a Don't Ever Stop rocking. And he's got yeah. you a sticker too, Josh. It's Sweet. Sweet. It sweet, sweet. Well, that's <laughs> very kind of you.
0: Yeah, we, we have people come on all the time, and occasionally I'll I'll get some swag, which is, you know,
2: not required, but... Uh, it's not required. Uh, it's not required. <laughs> always, it's know, always It's always like, appreciated. I'm always, I'm telling tell us like, wear the gear. It's yeah. like, wear the gear. at okay, least so I have, I got a bunch of friends of mine, and it was like when I first started, it was just, I would, I had like probably 20 shirts made. And I was just, you know, here, everybody say, oh, man, I'll, I want a shirt. I didn't get a shirt. I don't have a shirt. Give me just a couple of days, you know. I was like, I'll get my call, you know, whoever I make. I'm like, okay, the, right, right there is made by uh, Stitching Time. They're yeah, up, yeah. That's
0: who used to do my uh, yeah. all of our shirts yeah, back in the did,
2: day. They, they hooked me up with that. And, uh, uh, on
0: your radio stuff. So when you play the songs, are you playing an actual record or are you playing the digital version oh, of digital them? Version. Digital version. The it was part of why I ask is and I announced this last week. I'm opening a hope to open. Oh, I saw it in the spring. Mm-hmm. A uh, vintage record bookstore, recording studio. It's gonna have a lot of stuff in it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's a different sound with records there is. that I think is starting to be appreciated now. More than it was. Yeah, I was and just the curious. the
2: cost of vinyl is mm-hmm. way more than it used to be. And oh, sure. Well, it, now it, they're, it,
0: it, I mean, it, what used to go for a couple of dollars. Yes. you know Now they're getting $30, $40 yeah, for and some old records. A lot of people
2: are like, re-releasing their stuff mm-hmm. on vinyl, I guess, because it's, it's popular now. But uh, now everything I do is digital. Uh, that way, uh, uh, basically, it's easy. Uh, I have... Uh, you know, it's like I buy everything that I have. Well, to you're have. welcome to play <laughs> something
0: from the band <laughs> NA. I
2: looked for it the other day and I could not find it. It's I on, really so do. it's
0: on Spotify. So they, we've got to do something about. I, and I shouldn't say this with this without them here because they'll be on next. So my uh, son is in it. Yes. And but they're actually super good. I don't know if you can pull it up, Josh, and let it, you can actually Josh play it was, on the air. Josh
2: said it was actually good.
0: Yeah. No. I. I mean, all jokes <laughs> aside, the, the whole album is good. It's funny you were talking about the hooks and stuff because what they did, they were almost going to call the album Sellout. Because even though they're big uh, musicians and they're all about staying true to the art and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, yeah. they decided, look, we need to do something that's going to sell. So the, all of the, the songs are very catchy. Yeah. But, but they kind of, to me, uh, they remind me of like 1980s. Pop rock sound, right? Um, you'll have to listen to it, but it's really good. It's
2: good. You you do a base of that, and mm-hmm. then you then you venture off because a lot of people have changed their sound once sure. they get well, and they probably they get, will too. You know,
0: I, honestly, you know. Austin is more like an Alan Stone type song okay. type, type type sound than anything. And then Noah had done bluegrass in college, but he just did that because it was on the scholarship. And I think he's he's more of a soulful voice also. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, that, that so that's. That that's kind of their thing. Me and my partner, Brian Huffman, produced it. Okay. So we, we rented a whole studio in Nashville, took all wow. of them over there, got studio musicians. They they did the whole thing there. Mm-hmm. And so we were real pleased um, with the end result. Um, but I do like people in your position that are more it's your profession uh, to sort of give them feedback. Profession is a word used very loosely. What I was going to say is on the <laughs> N.A. part, their band is called N.A. And mm-hmm. it's a play on words because it's sort of – well, not applicable, so we don't fit in anything, but it's also Noah and Austin. Yeah, I gathered I heard that. But we found that when people search it, it's hard to pop yeah, that's up. That's the problem I'm having right now. I look for it on iTunes.
1: Josh is it's trying to search it. There it is. It took me. Yeah, that took way too long to find. Yeah. yeah we're going to have to get them to work on some of their their analytics as far yeah, as Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to fix all of that. Let's see if it'll... Uh, I don't know if it'll play through.
0: I can hear it. I don't okay. know if uh, people watching can hear it. So,
1: y'all... It. They, they can. Y'all might not want to... Uh, Here, I'll just play a part of it. But if y'all talk over it, you'll hear your voices twice, because I'm playing it through the speakers on (laughs) here.
0: Is a hook. Go. That's good. No, yeah. Like so uh, you hear at it. the beginning though, to me, it's 1980s sounding. That, yeah. That did, 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 I love did, 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 did. ballad. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Love it just sounds a little different uh, yeah. to me. So, and then they have there's a whole album that they've done, but that's the one they decided to release I, as a single. Me,
2: Josh and I were talking earlier. It's like with hot tracks, my goal is it's always been um, not to play what you can hear every on a four-hour rotation sure. on sure. on any given station any, anywhere. And it's always to be unique and different, but at least you want to play songs that they don't, you know, either just say, like, they come out with Wonder Girl. I would go to iTunes, and I would be like, okay, what's the next single? Mm-hmm. I would go in and try to find the one that they're not playing right now so I can say, hey, new. Mm-hmm. From men, not Wonder Girl, sure. but something else. Dig a little deeper to get the next single mm-hmm. or go to a band that not, you're not hearing on radio, maybe that you won't hear on radio, mm-hmm. and to play those. Now, I mix in the classics because what's going to get you is the ACDCs, the Led Zeppelins. Sure. I mean, I play a lot of those too. I mean, mm-hmm. I started my last show with ACDC. Uh, highway to Hell, because mm-hmm. I was on the highway so much. Josh likes ACDC. I'm all about it. That's my well, favorite band is ACDC. Man, have you ever tried to sit down during an ACDC concert? <laughs> I ain't never been to one, all but it's my dream. dream concert. We <laughs> went to ACDC at the, at the Forum many moons ago. It was the uh, Runaway Train uh, album. They came to FedEx, mm-hmm. and three hours of standing up. Three hours. I was getting old. I had bad mm. knees then. I have yeah. all bad knees now. No, I couldn't do it and right now. You couldn't do it right uh, now, for sure. But it was, I mean, what song? What ACDC song? Do you go, oh, okay, there's a ballad. We'll yeah, see. Yeah.
0: No. i tell you the best concert I've ever been to is Aerosmith. I've been. Mm-hmm. To, I've seen them three times, and every time was phenomenal. They mm-hmm. do a great job. You know, they have a residency in Vegas now. Oh, yeah. And I've heard that it's phenomenal. Those are still doing a great yeah. job.
2: Mine's so, Plant. My I'm a Plant I'm a Zeppelin guy. And uh, Plant's always. We've been up. God, I think I've seen him four or five times mm-hmm. and when and, and he's came close to even close to Memphis and I'm a plant guy mm-hmm. and he's he's got several different incarnations of different I've seen a little bit, bit of everything
0: dude. when I was young uh my well my first wife ended up being my first wife we went to see Tony Bennett mm. and shockingly I loved it yeah he was great he had Sammy Davis Jr.'s drummer playing with him oh wow! and he was by far the best drummer i've ever seen this mm-hmm. guy was playing with brushes
2: and stuff all oh, at the wow. same time he's really yeah. good we had to go we, we had to go to nashville for a conference for my wife and all and we went to, there was this just random jazz band playing at a jazz bar and jazz, live jazz was the almost awesome they was sitting there and go jazz you know you mm-hmm. clap and it was awesome just being in that uh Environment and mm-hmm. the band, feeling the bass, you know, and everything, but so cool. Love jazz, you yeah. Know? Yeah, so whenever you hear it, you just you kind of get It's like you know, I think
0: it's one of those things, too. It's better live, yes. I think when you're there and you're in it, kind of like blues, yes. Blues um, is the next, yeah. One. You gotta, yeah. you gotta feel you can't
2: it. Can't be from Memphis and not love you some blues, but yeah. it's, it's better. Live. You ever play any Elvis? Yes, I have. Hunka, uh-huh. Hunka, Hunk Burning Love, you know, I don't so, play so a lot is, of Elvis. Is the JP rock. Uh, Rockin' Rockin'. is that the podcast? Yes, that's the website. That's the home for everything. Hot trucks, jprockin'.com. That's the home for the Twitters, the Facebook, and everything. And the links to the podcast is at jprockin'.com. And it's all free. (laughs) Every bit of it don't make a nickel. Sweet. (laughs) That's not what my wife said. (laughs) But no, I'm just kidding. She supports me. Bless her heart. She supports me with all this mess over the years. I told Josh earlier, she's, you know, when I told her I was going to be on this show, she was just like, Oh, okay. You know, it's not, she's not, she's not surprised anymore. Mm-hmm. Whenever, back, back when I was like, okay, we're going to Omen, she was like, what? You know, she's like, how did you do that? You know, she don't even ask. Yeah, my wife and your wife will probably get along, because that's how mine is. There's no surprises. No, it's just, she's like, I I don't know what he's going to do next. She's like, and and honestly, I don't know. I wake up one day, and I'll be like, this would be a great idea. And Mm -hmm. I just, I always say, I just keep going until somebody says no. And then then when they say no, I just, i figure out.
0: Well, and you may be able to speak to this, too. I would tell people, I've had a lot of people, because of this podcast, reach out to us about they want to do their own podcast, or how to do it, or why, or if you should, I think a lot of times people get too bogged down in who's watching, how many people are watching, if I got feedback on it. I think there are other benefits. There are residual benefits, too, if if there's not eyes immediately on it. Mm -hmm. Because we do this live, and sometimes we'll have as few as one – as many as fifty watching, just depends on the podcast. But well, then we know
2: my grandson's watching. Oh yeah, so yeah.
0: Should, you know. But then after the fact, we'll <laughs> we'll go back and uh, Josh puts it on YouTube and puts it on uh, TikTok and all this different stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's on Facebook, and you know you'll end up having 150, 200 people maybe that watch it. But it, that's not really the the. I enjoy it. Yeah. Like I enjoy getting to talk to you. I enjoy the the experience of meeting somebody and finding out who they I are. I wish I
2: had a layer. Long term.
0: Well, I got bigger plans (laughs) because if we go, the new place is going to have a studio in it. I saw that. And my plan is it'll function as one. At one, it's big enough; it's a recording studio, Mm -hmm. so you can put a full band in it. But also, um, I'm going to have it where you can easily retrofit it into if you wanted to do your podcast there. Mm -hmm. You rent it. Do your podcast there, everything's set up audio, video, everything. And all we do is change the color scheme out. Okay. And this will be a monitor, which is Josh's idea, instead of a logo, so that then your logo's oh, up. That and is then cool. it just rotates real easy into whatever we need. Josh will be talking. Yeah, I got you. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, I've had people want to rent this, but like it's obviously branded for us right now. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, we, we did, I liked the blue, they're really moving blankets, which is the exact same thing as sound blankets. Right. But they're cheaper if you buy them as moving blankets. I don't
2: have. But they were blue, office.
0: so I thought they fit
2: in my office that I work it's just a, an attic upstairs built mm-hmm. in, And so I don't have I have a cover for my mic you know and so I try to make sure like we were talking about noise earlier and it was like okay everything has to be copacetic I've, <laughs> when I'm recording and my cat will jump up and she will rock crawl and it's like Abigail well, we, trying to record a we podcast have, here
0: we have people <laughs> constantly come in we'll be sitting here and they'll just come in like they'll. I even bought an on air thing and they'll still just people will just come in here and you know whatever it's random who shows up but I started in my office Mm -hmm. and initially it was just on my computer yeah and i just did a video on my computer and then i edited myself and then sort of as we grew we built this place out and uh we've kind of outgrown it that's why we're going to go to a a bigger
2: space josh Um, and i were talking earlier the biggest thing with anybody if you decide you want to do this uh the biggest thing it it takes time and effort it's just not uh like what we're doing today we're just you're recording it and then okay you're done there are so many avenues with your with your uh, social media and, and everything to promote it. Because sure, t-shirts, window stickers, business cards. Anyway, I once upon it, I had a friend of mine. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention him. Uh, Ziggy Mando at for Taz Racing. Mm-hmm. They had they were racing cars out at the ditch, Riverside International Speedway. Uh, one day he posted, "Anybody want to sponsor some stock cars?" My little antenna went. Eh? And it was nothing cooler than seeing your logo on mm-hmm. some stock cars. It was awesome because you know basically when the cars are at the track they're dirty they don't see your logos. But man, people like looking at them cars when they're driving down the road. <laughs> yeah. You see your logos, and that was my, I had most I had my logo on three different stock cars. Mm-hmm. That was the coolest thing, you know, and that, that was an investment it, and it paid mm-hmm. because the, you know the the recognition picked up a little bit, and plus people at the track start asking what is this, what is that. So you start, you kind of get your name. So you got to be a little bit brave, mm-hmm. but you, but you can't do this and be a recluse. You know, you gotta you gotta be willing to put yourself out there a little
0: bit. Yeah, I, I think one of the points you made that's very important is you say it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, we do this every Tuesday at five o'clock, and there's only been a few times when we haven't been able to do it live, but then we'll pre-record one and release mm-hmm. it. So I don't think. Did we have we missed any we, Tuesdays? I think we only
1: missed one. I think it was when our dad was. In oh, the that's right. With dad, missed, yeah, we didn't yeah.
0: have a plan for that, and he was in the hospital, and so yeah. we had to go handle that, and so that was the only. I think that's in a, a year and a half. I'm pretty sure or that's so the only one
1: we completely that
0: we well, almost two years that we haven't missed a Tuesday, and so you do have to be consistent on right. it and be diligent, and then it, that people will respect that because some people will come to look forward to right. the show. You well, know, I've
2: I've done. I was there was a we were taking care of my mother in law, and she was in bad health, and so it kind of made. Doing this a side back, it was there was so much more going on, so the show took took a hiatus, and so and that hurt in the the, the path. So mm-hmm. basically, I had to start from scratch. But you know what I was doing, I didn't care because it was something I we needed to do, and we did that. You know, so but I've, I've said it before, I've said it on the show, I use that thing for more of, in, in therapy and, mm-hmm. and just to get you know to to get that energy. And I mean, it's like that's being involved, doing in that. You know, it's like I take what Josh does back there behind, he's doing all the production. If I didn't have to do all that part, Mm -hmm. I could just sit here and do this. I'd be one happy camper. Yeah. Said, oh, well, that's part yeah. of why
0: I had him come uh, full-time as because mar- he, he's the marketing director for the law firm yeah. and produces this. And I realized a couple of years ago that the movement for a lot of marketing was going to be video. Mm-hmm. And so we had to create content. And so we, we create TikTok content. We create, uh, like, we have a Law Talk podcast on TikTok now. Mm-hmm. We had we had the Kickin' Lawyer, and it's got good traction, but it originally had podcast clips and... Uh, uh, legal direction, legal advice type stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, now we've got kicking lawyers, just the legal stuff. Law Talk podcast is just the clips. Mm-hmm. But my point is, like, if you want to be, um, if you want to stay current as a business or a brand, or you know, whether it's your personal or professional brand, you definitely got to have a video component. Mm-hmm. And I do agree. If you want to go to the higher level, you know, one of the hardest parts is the editing and the the production yeah. side. And so I used to do all of that, too. And you're right, it's a pain. And, you know, now Josh can do it full time. But additionally, uh, like I've told this before on here, because I don't Is yours live or you recorded it in oh, an air? Can.
2: Everything's canned.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we wanted to do live version where people could come in actively and it'd be a live show. Very difficult. Yes. That, that got into like TV production stuff. He's got a switcher box over there. It ended up getting way more involved.
1: Let me let me, let me correct you. You wanted to do live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been wanting to do pre recorded the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the live. I like that people can watch and comment I'm, and I you told know. Josh earlier,
2: I was like, I'm i I'm I'm a radio guy. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do was radio. So my old and the old of radio was being a live DJ. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do a live show. And, you know, is it's, it's it's really hard. Hey, supposed you got to have the right technology and everything to be able to do it live. I I enjoy the, the interaction of live. I think that would be totally cool. I don't know how I'd pull it off. I think I'm I'm still a pretty good ways away. I don't think it's something I want to do permanently. I think it would be something to cool do like uh, every now and again. Mm-hmm. Do can but down again do a live one just for the the, the sure. Ready well, up, I know? mean,
0: there's not a knock either way. Yeah. I personally like I like being authentic. True. I don't. I try to not. Uh, I mean, you either like me or you don't like me. There's things I'll say people won't like. There's right. people I say they will. Right. And I think it's all when you're live. There's less hidden, you know, because yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. I've been on here before <laughs> and had a little too much bourbon and, <laughs> and said a few things live because I would just drink bourbon while I was doing there it live. Those are some of the longest ones. Some
2: of my best shows are after I've had a couple. Of yeah, shots, yeah. You know, you know. But my
0: point is, like, it's me. It's authentic. <laughs> True. So. I just think that that's I good. I think
2: you know, it, even as with JP Diamond, the the show it is every bit of me. Mm-hmm. There is, yeah. I I just, my I don't I don't have a a pretense or anything. I have no agenda. My thing is, that I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be left. I'm not trying to be right. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to entertain. That's mm-hmm. just my job. My thing is, if I make you laugh just a little bit, I've done my job. You know, that Mm -hmm. is what to entertain you. It's kind of a release just to kind of get out of the norm. Yeah. You know, you're just a, it's a getaway from the day. Sure. It might be the last thing you're doing today, or if you're at home, I always talk about when I do my, my, like my Christmas show, I try to do like a special Christmas show and it's something for you to enjoy while you're wrapping presents or, mm-hmm. or eating dinner or cooking that dinner or something like that. It's something to get away. It's to come to help you bop right along through your day. Mm-hmm. It's not anything that, you know, you got to intently listen to every word, but my, my thing is I'm just, I'm just doing it to have a good time. I'm having fun. My whole idea is for you to have fun in the process. And we, we, we just, we enjoy what little bit of time we have together. So stuff. I make the, try to make the world just a little bit of a better place, and just do what I do. Mm-hmm. It, even from the wrestling aspect of it to the podcasting, you know, I'm having a blast. I, I consider myself very fortunate to be able to go this long. There's been many a day I just kind of look at the microphone and go, we, we, are we doing this again? I was mm-hmm. like, are they tired of me yet? You know, and I go, probably. But it's like, am I done? <sighs> no. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, when I hit 50, I just, I just, something something in me just clicked. And it was just like, I'm not done yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do, whatever I want to do, to just have as much fun as humanly possible. And- uh, it is what it is, and just, you know, go until I can't go no more. I don't want to live with life, my life within your regrets, man. And yeah, just, well, I respect and, that. I try know, to do the just, same thing. Just, That's
0: why I, I got a torn hamstring now. <laughs> 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 That's okay. We'll balance back. So do me a favor and tell them again where they can find you and uh, all your stuff.
2: Oh, man. It's Hot Tracks with JP Diamond at jprockin.com. That's uh, so everything Hot Tracks is there. It's jprockin.com on the Facebook. JP jprockin on Twitter, jprockin on Instagram. And you can find Hot Tracks with J.P. Diamond. We start at SoundCloud, but we go to Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, MyTuner, Podbean. And well, it's just easier to say wherever you find your podcast. What we like to say is crank it up and tell somebody about the hottest little rock and roll show in the world. It's Hot Tracks with J.P. Diamond. And then uh, JP Diamond's Dark Side is on WLRM Vintage Rock 106.9 on Saturday nights. Check that out. Uh, Tip of the hat to Mr. David Brown for giving me the shot to do that. And um, hopefully Diamond will be riding again in uh, Tennessee Championship Wrestling pretty soon. Sweet, that's the deal. So it is. It's I stay busy. I don't. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of sitting around. Yeah. Well, I can't handle it. Even with my jacked (laughs) up leg, I'm the
0: same way. That's why I got to go do trivia here in a second. So, uh, and I want to thank everybody that watched today, too. Uh, Don't forget to also follow, like, and subscribe to our content. We're on all platforms, podcasts, and social media. Uh, We're on TikTok. That's been a a big uh, lead for us. I think we're up to like 17,000 followers on that, which is pretty cool. And anyway, uh, check us out on that. Um, As always, uh, I want to remind you to download Wonder Girl from the band N.A. It's free. It costs nothing. So go check it out. Which means they will be on Hot Truck soon. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for that. (laughs) We want to thank Michelle Allen. She's a longtime sponsor of the show. She's your go-to realtor in the area. She'll be glad to help you out buying, selling, renting, leasing, real estate. Of course, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts, one of my businesses, is here in Covington since '93. Is really the start of the kicking lawyer. All jokes aside, though, it's uh, it really is good for kids, good confidence boost. Uh, I'm the person I am today largely because of my martial arts.
1: And you all have a new location soon.
0: Yeah, and we're moving the, to a bigger location uh, over by where Total Fitness is gonna is building out. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Jason Glass, I forgot to call you earlier today. I'll get back with you. The Cellar, I'll be there shortly. Uh, the Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar is located here in Covington, serving uh, great drinks and great food. Four o'clock every day, seven days a week. Come visit us at the Cellar. And then Masonite Digital Marketing, he'll be glad to help you with your online presence, branding. He'll probably help you with podcast, anything you pay him for. I'm what, sure he'll whatever he'll
1: you pay me for, I'll help. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, he'll be glad to help you.
0: And so I uh, thank you guys for watching us. Uh, who am I got next week?
1: I uh, think we just had it changed out, so I don't know for sure okay. yet. Uh, well, we'll be here either way. Uh, yeah, it's either going to be Morgan Adair, okay. or Noah from the Band in Ace. So oh, okay, we'll, cool. It'll be one of the 2
0: we I'll make them sing if they're here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and I want to thank Mr. J- you go by JP. Uh, or, or, or today, JP, yeah, <laughs> Mr. It's, Sullivan, it's
2: JP Diamond.
0: Okay, I want to thank him for being on the show. We we'll look thank forward you. to seeing him and hearing him too, listening to him on his podcast. Uh, and you guys, hopefully, check us out. Now, hope you have a good rest of your week. Check us out next week. Keep kicking. Three, Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice or business advice. This is for fun and entertainment purposes only.